Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Afternoona Uncensored, where we come at you unscripted, uninterrupted, and yeah, I mean, no one's taken anything out of here, so uncensored for you all. Hey, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Hi there. I didn't expect there to be any growl in my voice, and then there was. <laughs> I liked it. It's sexy, Leah, tonight. That's how Thank we like you. her. Yeah, I, you know, I, when I, something I've been thinking about lately is like, where do you get hit in the erogenous zones? And, you know, I'm not going to get into fingers again. We're not going to do that. Although we just did. But um, I'm a voice girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. 100%. Oh, I mean, like, I, I mean, yeah, voice, voices are hot. Like, I got into audiobooks because of narrators, Right. Like I found narrators mm. that I loved and I uh, will look I will listen for a book. I mean, especially if it's a romance and there's a sexy male narrator voice like there are certain narrators that I will look and see what other books they narrate and will download a book from Audible based on that. Oh, I like that. And then, you know, we're not sponsored by them and I have given them a shout out before. So, you know, get on let's do let's get a business relationship going but uh i'm a big fan of dipsy which does um like short erotic audio bites and uh it's made by women and they kind of came up with this idea to do kind of like a headspace for erotica and so you can just like listen to like short sexy super filthy little like sound bites of things and it's good because like when you hear people just like talking dirty, it's hot. You know, I think I said before that I'm not really an a fiction audiobook listener. It's just like, I don't know, a weird, t like something that I have that I just can't do it. Like, especially if it's like a romance book. You're missing out. I know, I know. But so, but I, but I like, I, I love the idea of audiobooks. Like, I, I support that. It's just like a personal thing. But anyway, so when I have to pick narrators for my audiobooks, it is extremely difficult. And I think part of the problem is, too, is like I have an idea about what my characters sound like. Right. And like no one's going to sound like they sound in my head. So I'm picking these like narrators and I'm like, I don't know. They all they none of them sound and, and they're all great. Like I objectively, I know that they are like great voice actors. But for me, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I just got to give it to like, I have to give the, usually I've, I've asked my agent before. I'm like, who sounds good? I don't even know. Because like, to me, they're not my characters. So um, I have a hard time picking them. I did have a duo that did like my first seven alien books. And like, they were great. They were really, really good. I actually really did like them. Uh, and I thought they did a fantastic job. But it's just so weird for me. And I cannot listen to my own words being read. Like, can you listen mm. to your own Roman? You can? Yeah, totally. Oh, Especially I if I like the narrators. It makes me cringe. And it's, again, it's like me. It's not them. You know? Mm. I, hope none, I hope none of my audiobook narrators. I mean, I will say that I found it interesting having listening to audio of, like, sex scenes. Because, like, you know, somebody all of a sudden will be like, uh, and I'll be like, whoa, like that was in italics. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
some people can do it really, really, really well. I, I think I've mentioned right. her before on the podcast, but Julia Whalen is one of my favorite narrators. And she also is an author herself. And she, her most recent book is called Thank You for Listening. And I think I mentioned this and it's about, it's about audiobook narrators. And like the trope of it is, is there is this male narrator who nobody knows who he really is, but everybody loves his voice. And there is somebody like that. There's more than one guy like that mm-hmm. in um, in romance audiobook land. Um, if anybody's looking for a voice like that, I highly recommend Sebastian York. Um, but it was a really fun like conceit to play with that idea that really does happen in, in romance landia. Um, and I, I like the sex scenes, especially when they're done in a voice that I find super sexy. Um, and Julia Whalen does super sexy male and female voices, which I think is really hard to do. Well, we've talked a lot about what our, our favorite butter voiced K-drama actor uh, from the Coffee Prince. Lee oh, Lee Sung Young? Yeah. Am I getting the name right? It's See, e- now you're going to catch us trying to do names on the fly. I know. Lee Sung Kyun. I know. So we had a comment today. Um, I on our Instagram that was like, how do you guys remember names? Yeah, it's Lee Sung Kyun, not Lee Sung Kyun. Okay. And I was like, well, uh, we often edit out the time that it takes us to like Google and then also say the say the name three times to make sure we're saying it properly. Like we edit that out. It's not We like- usually edit out like Leah's notifications and <laughs> like Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up with my notifications. If it was the first time it happened, I would have let it slide. I'm popular. But tis not. I get plenty of texts. I just turn my, I mute my phone. Like, do you know that there's like a a one-stop shop to mute your phone? You know what? You know what, Amy? I love you. (laughs) But yes, I will say Lee Sung-kyun, like he could... He could read me, I don't want to say the phone book because that's cliche. He could read me like the ingredients to a bottle of Tylenol. Yeah. And I would jizz in my pants like Andy Samberg. I'd pay to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd pay to listen to that. Well, we're all watching Alchemy of Souls right now. And um, EJ Ook, right? Yeah. Has... I, I, his voice does something to me. It's it's a good voice. You know he can sing too, right? I haven't looked it don't up. Look I don't, it up. I, don't, don't I don't I don't want to see him any other way okay. right now than yeah. uh, as anyone else that, other than than Jungkook until okay. I finish. Well just I mean I actually had to just like stop. I'm like no, you can't be this good at this many things. <laughs> it's like forget it. I'm and like, be only 7 years older than my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get past that. I can't like, this is what I keep I saying is that he's too much man for 24. He really is. Well, here's my thing. Is that, like, because I've also been having uh, a Edong uh, moment. If anyone has Ugh. been, like, paying attention to Instagram. Like, he's Ugh. really just come for me again. And, like, And so here's the thing. Is I could have, I was, I'm older. But I could have been in high school with you know like i could have made out by my locker with him right whereas when i'm watching alchemy of soul and looking at like the character jung Uk, you know i'm just thinking i could have carried you to term in high school <laughs> and so <laughs> love is blind and love doesn't know a number it doesn't 
but I, I do try to be like, do I want to like, <laughs> it's not, it's not healthy, but here's the thing. Is it, I is am, it healthy though? Because I mean, but like, I'm not having, but I'm not having like dirty thoughts. Like I am deeply in love with this man. Yeah. It's a totally different <laughs> It thing. is so pure. It See, is so thoughts, pure. My thoughts about Edong Wook are not, are not. I'm not pure either way. I'm going to be just candid. Like, look, this character, we're going to get to Alchemy of Souls next week. So I'm just going to hit pause. But I just want to say this character has fucked me up. Yeah. Fucked me up. Fucked my morals. Um, Wait until you get to part two. Because I can't. Yeah. I'm going to just jump right in because, you know, we, one thing that we do in uh, The Uncensored is uh, this or that. And I'm just getting my first one out of the way. I'm oh, I only have one for each of you, so just yeah. so you know, that's well, all I got. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, here's mine for you, Amy. Oh, okay. So. I might have to doing, lob one back at you then. You're doing a this or that. Okay. So we're going to go Alchemy of Souls to kick it off with Jungkook takes you to Bone Town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have a night where you become the mayor of Bone Town and see God. Yeah, I believe it. But then you turn to stone oh no okay <laughs> then you run wild i run wild <laughs> you don't and petrify wild. you're just gonna petrify. i just petrify you don't even get the good you don't even get the fun part yeah. okay or kim shin drinks your lady parts like he is in a tea room and isn't going to see you again in this lifetime but then you have to go up the stairs of no return Oh my god. So here's the thing that I've been saying this week and and I'm I fi- I finished part 1 of Alchemy of Souls and I started part 2 and I said if if part 2 sticks the landing this might knock Goblin to spot number 2 for me which I know for 3 years has been my one and only. Right. Um so the only problem I'm having with picking Jungkook and then petrifying which is I'm totally down for it <laughs> is knowing that I could have birthed him and I would not have been a teen mom. And that that's but you're that like, weighs, Fuck it. I'm also turned into stone. It so weighs like, heavy. Oh, and that's true. I know. I mean, like he's legal now, but like he's, I have a 17 year old daughter and he's 24. And like, I, <sighs> the only you're reason you're going to be stone, you're going to be stone. I'm, I'm either going to be stone. I know, but I'm going to be stone, but everybody's going to know that. <laughs> Who cares? That, like, now. We're really unpacking. We're really unpacking. I, I, I'm having, I'm having, yeah, I'm having yes, like. We will all know. We will all know. Everybody will know. I'm having, I'm having a, a moral crisis here. Um, and because, because I know that Goblin sticks the landing for me right now, right now, I'm going with. Kim Shin. Best oral pleasure. My best oral pleasure ever. And then I walk up. Do I have to drink the tea and forget it? No. Okay. Okay. Well, then, you know what? I'm going to come back. I'm going to be reborn and I'm going to be living in Deho, the city of mages. And that's, you know, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get another chance. So we'll see. We'll see what my second life is like after I finish part two of Alchemy of Souls. Okay. And truly, if you're a mage, you can be ageless, right? Right. So who knows how old Jung Oak is? You have to drink the chase tea, right? <laughs> or you know, just keep jumping into other bodies, so you may like all of a sudden look like a you know pig shepherd. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. Okay, I'll save mine because mine, mine. 
for both of you, mine has an Alchemy of Souls part to it as well. So it's hard we'll spread them like, out. We're all watching it. We're right in now. it, and we are and, in it. Yeah, and we are in the thick of it. Like it's very hard for me to think of like other K drama stuff right now because I am so in the thick of it. And we don't usually the three of us at the same time react to a a, a male lead as strongly as all the others do, Correct. right? Like, I mean, we all have like, you know, we all like our male leads when we're happy with the drama, but we are all having this like ridiculous, like every day we're talking in our Slack and we're like, I can't, I can't handle it. Like right. every, every episode, it gets worse. Like how much like we love him. the last lead that we talked about like that? That all three of all us. All three of us. Hmm. I feel like we like a lot of the same things. Yeah, but we do. Not... But like that, we've like literally been in love with the person. Yeah, but not this like <laughs> this like undying like need where we want to like sister wife. And, yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I would absolutely share. Hundred percent. Would not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not but... sure. All I know is like I have lowered my floor yet a fucking again. I know. And honestly, my love is pure and filthy enough that i'm like look it's just it is what it is like he does i'm not, not look 24 though i'm not okay. apologizing like there are 24 year old idols and they look 15 okay so here is a question that is coming from the patreon okay and it's coming from windy so we asked our patreon like any uh, any questions anything you know any amas that they would like to have ask me anything for the um pod and i'm going to amend it a little bit because we are not all married but we all are, you know, part of families. How does your family respond to what is probably a ridiculous amount of time spent on dramas and feel about your probably unhealthy obsession with these young men? So my, that sounds so dirty. I know it does. But I, like, here's what I love is that my kids think it's hilarious. And they, and, but they, they also like, they love it for me. Um, I think I talked about it on the pod when it happened that there's a there's a mall by me that for wh whatever it's a like indoor malls are like kind of going by the wayside in our area like there's not a lot like there's all these like empty stores all over the country. Okay. So there's like you know so many empty stores and stuff and so we kept finding these like storefronts that were empty but that had windows with big huge like ad sort of photos. But it wasn't, I don't know what it was advertising, but there were pictures of like uh, Gong Yu and Hyun Bin. And my kids were totally down to like take selfies with me in front of them. Like they, I'm like, you need to be in the picture with me. And they, I mean, my son, like, you know, too cool for school doesn't smile in the photos, but they took photos with me. Um, and I actually brought up the age thing about jung-hook to my son the other day i'm like so i'm watching this new drama <laughs> and i am very much in love with the main character and when i do fall for a character i always look them up i want to know who they are what else they've done and inevitably how old they are to see if i'm a dirty ajima <laughs> and i said and he is uh seven years older than your sister and 10 years older than you and he just nodded and i was like but it's fantasy land buddy uh -huh. and mom can do anything in fantasy i mean he, he can also like shoot yeah. water at people like this is you know right but he i mean like so they laugh and they also but like i uh so i'm the divorced one right we're not all married i'm divorced 
And I 50-50 co-parent with my ex. And so my kids are with me for half the week and him half the week. And so I have nights like tonight when I'm potting with you guys where my kids aren't here. So when we get off, I can go, you know, lay in bed with my laptop and watch K-dramas for hours, which I usually do. Um, I also, I try to multitask. I watch K-dramas on my phone while I'm on the treadmill. Um, That was something that I started during the pandemic and I've gotten back into it. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of hours that we put towards this, but I feel like uh, my kids still have FaceTime with me <laughs> when they're here. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, m- most of my cage I'm watching, like, especially now, is at night. So I'm watching it like the kids are in bed. My husband's um, watching his own shows. Uh and so, he, uh, and, and Allie, he'll be even like, what are you doing? And I'm like, watching my show. And he'll go, okay. Like, he like knows. I think he. But it's healthy for you guys to each have yeah. something for yourself, oh, right? For sure. And I also think he treats, he treats this as another job for me. Like, not in a bad way, like in a yeah. positive way. Like, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you need to get that done for the pod because that's on your schedule. Like, he like gets it. So he just kind of like lets me go. And. I mean, it's not like I talk to him like, oh, hey, I got the hots for John Hook. <laughs> like, I don't do that. Whereas I, I tell my kids, I'm like, okay, look, look I'm having a moral dilemma here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but um, I mean, I had to tell him recently about Anoju, and that was that was rough. I talked about that last podcast. That was hard, that was that was really hard for me. <laughs> but at least Anoju is like, because when you say thing. it out loud to somebody who doesn't know, right. It can sound a little crazy. Well, like I told him, I was like, look, you know, after the whole you don't wash your face in- incident, I was like, we posted a bunch of pictures of Yi Dong-wook, who like clearly takes care of his face. And of course, my husband's like, oh, <laughs> he probably like in a joke, but he's like, oh, I'm sure he uses Irish spring on his face. And I was like, never. He would never. He would never. He would never put bar soap yeah and then i near that glowing face of his and i was like so offended i was like he's sponsored by chanel like so mad (laughs) but anyway um so yeah i mean yeah he just supports i guess the he knows it's like a hobby of mine um and my daughter has started to watch some k-dramas she likes like the scary ones so she likes the zombie ones and stuff like that um and she also likes K-pop. So well, that's right. My son watches the zombie stuff with me, which yeah, is super fun. He watched. Right. Yeah. All of us are dead. Like he's totally down for season two. Yeah. And so I think that that's the thing, too, is that's like a bonding thing I have with her, which helps. So, yeah, I mean, like, how do I want to begin with about this is I feel like when this what this all comes down to is the female gaze. And have I had my quest, my husband question sometimes like not happily like because I'm pretty open about female fantasy spaces and I've really like you know I can pull up a chair and talk for hours about this and so yeah he can sometimes be like unhappy and be like one time he used an example and it was like how would you feel if I went and like hung up a bunch of like k-drama actress posters like above my tool bench and I was like, interesting point. Let me explain why this is fucking flawed. And so let me explain again why I find it flawed. So, you know, that would be an example of male gaze where we're reducing a female to an object 
right? Mm-hmm. And their value and worth is happening because of like their ability to be looked at. And so in a more like female or feminist gaze, and look, I understand that like this is gender is much more nuanced than that. But, you know, these are two terms that we've got. So that's why I'm going with this is for me. Women have been looked at and objectified for so long that having a female gaze actually puts us back in our bodies. And I'm not coming up with that. Um, There's like a noted uh, non-binary filmmaker who kind of came up with this idea of like basically saying that the female gaze is us just daring to look back and being like, you know what, rather than like being reduced to disembodied objects, we're going to look back at the men. And that's a really powerful thing to be able to do. And look for, I mean, if you have lived in a female body you know that like self-worth value our like ability to like you know be seen as whole people really end up being defined by how men see us often and justine bateman even has like had to come out with a book called like face recently have you seen any like the media around this yes where essentially like the bravery is that like she dares to like have a face that's like a 60 something year old face or like a late 50s face like she's aging without anything, like without pharmaceuticals. And yeah, like she's just, she's aging. And I'm going to say, I don't give it, like I had a conversation about this with a friend today who sent it to me and was like, you know, I love this. And I'm like, I love it too. And if you choose to not, and you choose to dye your hair or get work done, I love that for you too, as long as you're doing it for yourself. Right. As long as you're doing it because you feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, you know, I'm not going to like be like, yes, yes, we must look one way because we get to have that choice of how we want to show up. Who do we want to see in the mirror? It's just that like, we want to, what I encourage us all to do is to step away from like how we putting our value to how, you know, a man may look at any of us. And so I guess for me, I feel like being able to be in fantasy spaces and act as somewhat of a voyeur ourselves is really powerful and margaret atwood like when i like looked up um like some quotes on this margaret atwood has this like really powerful little quote that's like male fantasies male fantasies is everything run by male fantasies up on a pedestal or down on your knees it's all a male fantasy that you're strong enough to take what they dish out or else too weak to do anything about it even pretending you aren't catering to male fantasies is a male fantasy pretending you're unseen, pretending you have a life of your own, that you can wash your feet and comb your hair, unconscious of the ever-present watcher, peering through the keyhole, peering through the keyhole in your own head, if nowhere else. You are a woman with a man inside watching a woman. I mean... Wow. Yeah, wow. I I love Margaret Atwood. I love Margaret Atwood so much. And so this is like an attempt here for us to reclaim the gates and to be like, you know what? We're looking back now, and that's great, and that's important, and that's mm-hmm. powerful. So that's my take on it. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And also, like, I mean, I don't – that's also – it's mine. Like, I'm watching these dramas. I'm consuming it. So – and what's interesting to me, too, is it's it's about the actors, but it's also not. Like, like, like I'm sure they're, they're all, you know, fine, dashing people. Like, 
But where my fantasy spaces are are like the characters that are being absolutely on the screen. Like that's what I was going to say. It's Jongook as a mage. Right. It's not just that. We, it's not just that you saw a picture of EJ Ook and we're like, that dude's fucking hot. I'm going to print out a picture and put it on my wall. Yeah, like it's the it's the us. whole package. It's yeah. the performance. That doesn't do it. It's the way he me. makes us feel. Right. Like we've seen. We saw him and moved to heaven. We did not have this reaction. Right. I, and, no, this, and so it's I, true. But look, if you want to put him on the wall, if right. you want to put him on the wall, I do. I I've got Lee Min Ho in my bed. <laughs> and so for me, my whole point is that like. Can we really truly objectify a man like a man objectifies us? And I'm going to go, I'm not even going to go out on a limb. I'm just going to stay hanging off of the fucking trunk of the tree mm. and say, no, because you know what? Men objectifying women has become like part of a structure of like, you know, patriarchal culture and cis men that it like, they're not oppressed like that. Right. And so at no point can like anyone be like, oh, I feel like you're like, I'm like, no, like you're not losing any power. Like a man's not losing any value if they get older. If anything, they're seen as like sexier and more powerful and more accomplished. Like all these things. I'm just like, no, it just make like it's just not even it's like saying like reverse racism exists and it doesn't. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was funny because we were at like a we were at like a holiday get together and like a distant relative like looked at Neil and was like, oh, you know, like I really love your like white and gray hair, which she's right. Like he looks better, I think, with like salt and pepper hair than he did with like brown hair. And meanwhile, I'm sitting there with like gray hair because I haven't dyed my hair for like a year. And uh, I'm like, well, but uh, yeah. And, and, and this relative was like, well, of course I dyed my hair because if I didn't, I would look like a witch. And I was kind of like, but like, and not for her, like, this isn't like about her. This is about like beauty standards. Like, why is like he attractive in, with salt and pepper hair? But like us women are like, oh, but we're going to look like witches or we need to, you know, it's like the, the beauty standards are sucky and it's, um, yeah, I just, it was just a weird conversation that, that just what you said made me think of it. So, you know, if you want to dye your hair, dye it. If you don't, don't bother. <laughs> And that's really funny that you're saying that because I'm in that position right now where I have not dyed mine in like a couple of months and I have some outgrowth of gray. And I'm like, I'm contemplating, do I want to keep dyeing it? Because right now for work, I use like colored spray, like Mm -hmm. just to spray my roots Mm -hmm. because I'm not ready, you know, and it's for me that I do it. I don't care what people at work think of me. I just like to go out. Right. You know, knowing what I look like, but I do I have a, a fear of getting like caught in the rain or getting really sweaty and looking like Rudy Giuliani, you know, during <laughs> oh, Four God. Seasons landscaping? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that moment. That you know, history. Oh, <laughs> I do worry about that. I do. That is American history. It is. Okay. Can I do a question from the Patreon? Because yeah, here's a good question. one. Go for um, okay. So this one comes from Lauren in our Patreon. What scene from a K drama have you rewatched clips of the most? Oh. I don't want to answer this. <laughs> I want you, Megan, first. <laughs> no, I don't want to answer this. Yes, because I know what you're going to say, you dirty, <laughs> dirty birdie. <laughs> because last night I sent you a clip and you're like, I just watched it. I did. Because I wasn't even lying to you, just so you know. I know. So, like, do you know the meme right now that's like me and then it's like the ghost in my room? 
Yeah. Where it's like a person's like watching something and then like the person next to them who's like in a white hoodie and blonde hair like starts hitting them excitedly and that's like the ghost. It's from like the, the room. ghost who's watching it with you. Yeah, it's so funny. So I sent it to Megan last night. Megan, what was the scene? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it was episode six of Ken Porsche. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be Ken Porsche. <laughs> timestamp, timestamp. <laughs> I actually don't know the timestamp. Um it's like it's the bathroom scene. I'm not. It's the mutual masturbation ma- bathroom scene. You know what? Cut me some slack. <laughs> I was just. I just was having a night, and I was like, I could really, I could really watch that scene again. <laughs> and I did. And see, this is the thing, though. And this is. I and it, this relates back not to like harp on this, but like. Uh, Maybe the and and maybe like this is like the difference, uh, and or maybe other. I I know we're being very binary right now, but like as far as like the female gaze though, the female gaze goes. Mine is always centered around a situation with specific characters. Like <laughs> that scene in Ken Porsche is very hot, but there is a specific reason why it's hot based on the buildup of the story and the two character arcs. It's not, yes, it is objectively like really sexy, but to me it's way sexier because of the story of the characters and it's them. And I feel like that's the way like any of my like fantasies are. Like I always have to have like defined characters. (laughs) Like why can't I just have a fantasy like a normal person, but I can't like, they have to have like characters and, arcs and stories like that's just the way i am and that's the way that kin poor scene is and oh my god so yeah anyway i did just rewatch that scene i rewatched it a lot sue me i mean if we're gonna go like <laughs> i was thinking less dirty but if i was gonna go with a dirty scene i've watched i mean hands down i know what it is which is love in the air i, <laughs> I rewatched that right before i rewatched <laughs> <laughs> you're the best right you know like the writer yeah i'm gonna teach I mean, you fuck, how to ride yeah make you the best writer <laughs> and, you and we have actual lead. like mimicked entry and oh it's my like God. jesus you can see crazy. the point of penetration it's insane i'm like these guys i can't believe amy before. hasn't watched either love in the air is so good i haven't yeah but I mean, if not I for any going, reason other than time. Like I'm I just know. keeping up with what's what's for the pod. I don't. I, know. I don't have the capacity that you do, Megan, for I know. consumption. I know. But this is just like, <laughs> um, let's see, what else? What else do I watch? That's like, okay. I'm like, mine's right. gonna go in such another direction. I know so. it is. <laughs> okay, let, why don't you do like some cute like virginal Please. one, and then like I'll think of something. Else. Well, yeah, I mean one. they're super virginal, but they're like they're super they're they're high intensity for no, emotional no, no. reasons. I mean, look, yeah, I think but our I'm, readers are. I think our listeners will prefer. Oh, yeah, not me saying I like watching you know rain get entered. <laughs> rain I have no scene. problem with re- rewatching sexy scenes. Right. I just I don't get as much of them in. Uh, in the K drama space yeah. that you guys are getting in no, the in the BL space. BLs are wild. Okay, but tell us yeah. yours. Well, I mean, the last couple minutes of episode eleven of the King Eternal I mean, Monarch called it. I knew you were. Yeah, I mean, on the horseback with the sword. 
because swords are apparently my sexuality. Um, yeah, saving her in the middle of the street. And then all, I mean, this is not healthy, but like, close your ears if you have not, for whatever reason, watched Goblin and you want to. Um, but uh, you ready? Okay, close them. I'll tell you when I come back. <laughs> Just fast forward like 30 seconds. Uh, the tea shop, the, you know, uh, Reaper's tea shop with Kim Shin and Untak after the white truck. And the visceral emotion that I, for some reason, like to experience over and over again of watching Kim Shin lose his ever-loving mind. Yeah, why do you do that to yourself? I don't know, but I love it because because that is like gong peak gong you that's like gong the goat gong you like the fact that he can go from being like so funny like one minute to to that sort of like raw emotion like i remember when we when we watched the um the bonus stuff after you know when they were doing like the radio show type thing um i remember i think it was you know talking about like how how like rough that was to like be in the room like when that happened you know like i can't even imagine yeah, I love it. I just, I love a good performance. Um, but, you know, to get a little bit sexy, I have also rewatched the Up Against the Door scene in Coffee Prince with yeah, Gong actually, Yu as well. That's so I was going to say if I'm not going for full penetration, Tybee, a love in the air, that I just, look, just the heart wants what it wants. Um, I am going with Coffee Prince as well. And I am going with uh, when Hankyul returns to the coffee shop to confront Unchan and does that famous episode mm-hmm. 10, like, I don't care if you're a man or an alien, gets her up against the uh, whatever mural thing she's drawing yep. on chalk. <laughs> and they have a fantastic kiss. I love it. I love it so much. That's the one I rewatch the most. Yeah. I love that because that, I mean, the, the whole message of that scene, the whole idea of like loving the person and, you know, everything else just sort of falls away. So, um, okay. So my non-dirty scene that I have rewatched several times is the motorcycle scene from Crash Landing on You. Oh, yeah. Um, I just love it. There's like the slow-mo shot of him with his, without his helmet on. He's saving yeah. her. I have the gif of it saved on my phone. Oh, it's just so good. It's so good. And I said gif with a hard G, just so y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, I say it's great. I mean, I would say, you know, like, yeah, like a non, a non-sexy scene. I, I love that. I've also, I rewatch a lot of Healer, and I can't even pinpoint a scene. I've, I just, any All, like, all the parkour. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll just watch, like, Healer montages. Like, I, um, I do love, like... It's not even the kiss on the rooftop that I like. It's the moments right before the kiss when he has that indecision. When he's like, after he saves her in the elevator. Because he's like, gonna walk away. Right. And then he kind of like does that lip bite thing that Ji Chang Wook does. <sighs> when he comes back. and ki- So it's not the kiss, it's like him battling with himself and how about how about the elevator the, save itself yeah and then the movie theater date oh. the hand holding movie theater date oh my god all of that all of that i rewatch and i have rewatched a bunch of i am not a robot but that's also the same i have like it's very hard for me to rewatch those scenes because i my emotional attachment to that drama is is off the charts 
So I have a really hard time watching even minor clips of it. Like I see like Usung Ho's face and I'm like, oh, can't. Oh, my God. Can't, can't take it. Can't take it. <laughs> he's so good. Oh, my God. He's so good. Um, let's see. What's another um, question that we had? Um, oh, how have dreams impacted your writing? But from Monica. And seriously, how do you find the time to watch so much? I'm both impressed and jealous. And actually, someone else said that. I want to say that. The, Melissa said, you all have kids, work outside the home, watch multiple K-dramas for your weekly podcast, and are published authors. How do you find, like, the time to, like, write your novels? And I, I literally say, first of all, I don't work outside the home. So I, I do write full-time. Um, and I also wouldn't say I put in full-time hours. No, because you got to fit the nap in. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Megan's like, oh my god, I stayed up till two in the morning watching this K drama, but you know she took a nap the next day. So. Absolutely. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Um but my kids are still on like the younger side. Um I am kind of like my husband has a demanding job, so like I'm, you know, often I'm the one who's dealing with them right after school and stuff like that. So um so, Parenting's yeah. a full time job too. Well yeah, it is. And and so I just want to make that clear that like I I'm not working outside the home. Um, and I also ha take breaks sometimes between books. And that is often when I will literally just watch K-dramas for like a week. Like I'll, I, I take a break from writing and I, I'll, I, I mean, you give me like an, un, you know, a, a week with no schedule. Do you realize how many K-dramas I can fit in? <laughs> so I often do that. So I just want to say that. I just don't, I, I literally, and this is, I mean, this will bite me in the ass at some point in my life, probably already has, but I don't sleep very much. I get a solid night of sleep for me would be five hours. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. I didn't know mm -hmm. that about you. Mm -hmm. <gasps> I sleep, oh, I sleep so much. Oh my God. What do you sleep at a night? Um, I'll go to bed at, a lot of times I go to bed at like midnight. I sleep until like 730 on the weekends, I'll sleep until eight or nine. And then so I'll, what time do you like, do you like get to get nap. the kids up in the morning and stuff? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, we get them up. There's not a lot of time. We're always rushing in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, you sleep till 730. When does school yeah. start? Like my son's bus, bus comes at 650. The bus gets them at 807. And we are usually just just ready. <laughs> I was like, we I was life on the edge here. <laughs> so my son when my kids are with me, my son gets up at six because his bus comes at 6.50. And he can get up with an alarm, but I'm usually getting up and getting ready for work then anyway. So I mm -hmm. wake him at six. Um, when, and my daughter gets up on her own because her school starts later. When my kids are at their dad's house, so like tomorrow morning, they'll be at their dad's house. So I will, I will sleep in maybe until 6.30 since I showered tonight. Um, but yeah, but I, I'll be up probably until like 1231 o'clock. So on the weekends, I'll sleep more, but like my body is so used to this rhythm that I can't really sleep past eight o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. I can, I can, I could sleep until noon probably if, if I was given just. So you can still do like quiet. the teenage sleeping. Absolutely. I will probably always be, I, I can't wait until I'm like 85 and I'm not like old lady who's just like always napping. I can't wait. <laughs> 
So like I've said many times, if I could take a pill that would let me just never sleep, but like also wasn't like meth, then <laughs> I would take meth? it. <laughs> I mean, there are pills that let you not sleep. Right. That's real. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, like if I could keep health and wellness, yeah, I'd be fine to never sleep. Um, I would prefer it. Honestly, I feel like it's wasted time. <laughs> I'm a big, yeah, I'm a big night owl. Like, yeah, me too. So I was up till three last night and I got up at seven. Why? But that's not doing? normal. That's not normal for me. I wouldn't say that's like my regular. What was oh. I doing? Watching Alchemy of Souls. Well, yes. And, and so look, I, you know, we've had some people who've said, please don't talk about K-pop on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to talk about K-pop on the no, podcast. No, do it. I want to hear. It's your so, podcast. You talk about podcast. what you want. I'm going to talk about what I want. Okay. And what I want to talk about is the fact that, you know, we all know that I'm obsessed with Min Yoongi, a.k.a. Suga, a.k.a. No. August D. No. And he's having, you know, his album release next week. He's getting ready to go on world tour. And I am in that shit fucking deep. I am right. in it up to my nipples and beyond. And so there's just like content dropping left, right, and center. And I'm just hanging on by dear life. So I got to put in my time commitment. So I work outside the home. And I'm a little different in that my writing journey has kind of like, it didn't stop per se, but it's definitely really different to, than Amy and Megan's at the moment. Although one of my goals this year is to actively plot and write a book for myself again. But what I ended up doing around 2019 was starting a business with my agent where we essentially are a production company and we work with, um, you know, major publishing houses and we plot and conceive books. And I can explain that at a different time. So I'm still part of the writing process. I do write usually a book a year kind of through contracts related to that business. But since about 2019, 2018, actually, I haven't been like writing under my own pen name and putting things out actively. And uh, that was a goal for this year. It still will be a goal I will execute. But right now, Mama just wants a lot of BTS in her yeah. life. And they're going and to that's be in okay. the military. And they're going to be shipping off. And then I'm going to have nothing to do but fucking write right. sad-ass books about, you know, whatever. And so, um, so, yeah. So I work outside the home. I have a side business doing book production. And then I, like check in and hang and do my bts fandom consumption and i'm just a filthy fucking animal rolling in that and then i think you know what i gotta like <laughs> put that bear to bed and then i jump into alchemy of souls which is a whole other disastrous bed of filth to roll around in and i started right. that last night at midnight being like i'm just gonna finish this episode and like three episodes later i was like okay now i'm gonna go to fucking bed right. and then it was seven o'clock and i don't live as dangerously as megan but i'm not as responsible as amy and so we get up at seven in our house and we're out the door by eight yeah we live dangerously and i mean i do say if you when you're um k-pop group or your k-pop soloists when they if you're not in k-pop you might not get it but the amount of content that these people put out <laughs> when they have like it could fill every hour of the I, day I, I can't even i can't even explain like they must work round the clock because they pr they put out so much stuff and it's hard to keep track like because there's just so much content so it is and it feels like a full-time job 
Let's, you know, this is a great transition to our K-pop wreck of the week as well. Oh, and yeah. we had a special request for this one, which we were really excited to do. Yeah, so I, I was really excited uh, about this suggestion because I meant to make it a K-pop wreck of the week. And then it kind of, I don't know, kind of like fell off my radar and I forgot. So uh, the K-pop wreck of the week this week is Number Boy and it's by Holland. And Holland is one of like the few... Uh, out uh k-pop idols he is you know out as gay he is uh very fabulous uh his his music video has him wearing all kinds of fun stuff um and if you are a fan of bls and have seen roommates of poongduck 304 um the very handsome kim jiung is in holland's music video because holland was in poongduck which I did not realize, but Holland was at, he's at the very beginning. So, um, yeah. So all around, it's like a really cool video. I really like the song. The song is, is very good. Um, and I think you should check it out. So it's going to go on our Spotify playlist. So once again, that is number boy by Holland. So Megan, this or that for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you get to have a lifetime with sad shower Ungi, but <laughs> The only thing he ever wears is a soaking wet boomer alien towel, shower <laughs> towel around his waist. Okay. That's his clothing for life. Okay. Like even walking. Always. All, like it's all he, a dripping wet <laughs> white towel. <laughs> head, into the, head into like a ramen place and he's just sloshing in his bare Yes. Or, or, so you have a okay. lifetime with him okay. or a lifetime with Jungkook. But he not only never washes his face, but he also never bathes at all. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I will walk. I will walk with a with a toweled on Bohyun. Ungi, absolutely. Dri a dripping towel, like absolutely. soaking wet. I don't care. I mean, does he need to go out much? I, we don't. We don't. Just I'll order in. Like, order fucking like in. Door dash. Order in as he just makes like a moldy spot on the couch. <laughs> That's fine. I'll put plastic down. <laughs> they make they make waterproof mattress pads <laughs> i'm just playing a shit ton of febreze <laughs> can he change out his towel nope same dripping <laughs> and it just stays wet like soaking i'm stop i'm crying but does it like turn to like pure black mold in like a day or is it just always it's wet? a magic towel i don't know it's a magic alien towel from wherever because i mean like if his dick is moldy <laughs> no mold he does not have a moldy dick under there but can he take the towel off for business time there's always an underneath just a up under i mean there is but then you've just got the wet chafing i don't care I'll, I'll suffer. You'll eventually care. You'll eventually care. At first, he's like, his cold, damp, chafed balls. <laughs> I'm eventually going to care if Jong-uk never, ever bathes. Are you kidding me? He's a mage. He can always wet, smell great. You never wet, know. Wet balls or never, ever <laughs> Can they use baby wipes on their butthole? <laughs> Baby wipes. <laughs> Is there mage approved baby wipes? Can they use a bidet? Can they use a bidet? <laughs> mage approved a bidet. baby wipes. 
All right, Leah, I really want to give you yours. Can I just give you yours? Oh, my God. Yeah, please. I'm going to give you yours. Okay, so here's Leah's this or that. So yours is Gudong Mei, your lifetime with him. Okay. Gudong Mei. Okay. But he not only wears toe socks all the time, but also the toe shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I have a pair of toe shoes. No, you do not. I fucking do. I'm picturing Gudong Mei with toe shoes. I have... No, no. Fucking Vibram toe shoes. No. I don't wear them very much, but I do have them. So okay. Keep going. Oh man. Or Jungkook, but he has a Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. I, I gotta look up the mullet you have again to look just up to the, see. That is a sight. Like to behold. the '80s Billy Ray yeah, Cyrus yeah, mullet. We'll That's we'll a sight to behold. But everything else is the same. Everything else is the same. Same with Gudong Mei. He doesn't put have a, like a, he doesn't have like musty moldy balls. Like <laughs> put a scarf on John Hook's head and never see it. And we've got like the their personalities essentially. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I well, you know what? Like I failed this one because I didn't real I should have I should have realized that you would have toe shoes. Okay. And I mean, by toe a- shoes by toe shoes, folks, I do not mean like ballet point shoes. No, right. shoes were I mean the shoes that has the toes. Right. Okay, so neither of those are a deal breaker for me with that character. So now it just has to be which one. Yeah, which would you choose then? Sandwich in more too. So here's the poster. Here, here's the picture of Billy Ray. It's I can it's, put this in the show notes. Bad mullet. It's a bad mullet, but you know what? Can you picture that on Jungkook? <laughs> I can. I can. And I'm just thinking, like, I think I just, I kind of don't fucking care. Like, yeah. I really don't. So. Guda May. Love the man, not the mullet. Yeah. So, uh, look, overall, I'm going to say Guda May is kind of a bummer. Like, I don't know <laughs> if he's living his best actualized self. Like, could he. What if all he needed was a good pair of shoes to make him feel <laughs> Like, would he hate fuck me all the time? Yes. And would that be good? Yes. But, like, do I want him always to hate fuck me? <laughs> right. Like, I feel like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I just want to eat a sandwich. (laughs) Stop it. I'm crying. Eat a sandwich. He's like, he's like, put that subway down. It's like, put that subway I need to hate fuck again. You fucking bitch. I'm just going to glower at you. (laughs) You know, I'm trying to watch a K-drama and I look over and he's just got his finger on my fucking skirt stroking it. And I'm like, May, just fucking give me some space, some personal bubble space. <laughs> or he's just standing behind you with his arms crossed. Glaring. <laughs> like anytime I look over, he's just there brooding at me. I mean, like, do I like it? Yes. Oh would I be sad and mad about it? No. But like what what what's what's healthy for me? What is like a healthy thing? And I I feel like Jungkook is a healthier choice in terms of like a whole life, right? right. And so I'm just gonna fucking like grab the bridle that is that Billy Ray Cyrus mullet <laughs> and just fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been into pegging before. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. With but that. if you can ride off into the sunset would do it for you. Yeah, with exactly. the mullet as your as your reins and put some stirrups on, Jungkook would do it for you. Yeah, Jungkook with the big mullet who, you know, and I mean, like, look, go, Gudong Mei on holidays. 
And yes, he would. I mean, he would always glower. Like yeah, which this. is hot. It's just like, oh, all the time. Sometimes I'm like a little levity, a little levity. <laughs> like she, can you imagine her trying to make a joke to good young May? And he like just goes and cuts someone's pinky off. Yeah. I'm like, good May, how do you wash your face? He's like, fuck you. He's like, bend over. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's been the fourth time today. <laughs> telling people in the world to go listen to this podcast I'm like no don't do no. that you don't want your co your co-workers and colleagues this is not the gateway no 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 absolutely not this is not their introduction to leah this is the uh jokes on you for not ever listening to my podcast nick <laughs> welcome colleagues oh <laughs> Well, you know what? The question I had for Megan was like fucking G plus rated. I mean, it's like a Bambi <laughs> movie. That's I, I need a break. Okay. Well, here you go. Because this okay. one, it has no sex in it. And it's, that's, I wouldn't say it's boring, but it's very. It's uh, I need, but at I least need nobody's balls are wet. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> no one's got wet, drippy balls. <laughs> There's no mildew come. Okay. He just walks in a permanent puddle. <laughs> And just like the smell, like, you know, when you haven't like washed your bathing suit. You know, I don't like the smell of wet human. You know that. Oh. And I still chose him. Yeah, I can't believe it. I really, I can't believe it. Okay. So would you rather watch dramas? And the, I mean, every drama from this point forward with a person who just fucking hates them oh my god and eye rolls and judges you the whole time okay but they're quiet okay <laughs> or watch a drama with somebody who just fucking loves it loves it like you do loves it with their whole soul but they just talk the whole goddamn time <laughs> so like about the drama I talk to my, like, I always watch dramas on my phone. It's just like that. I don't know. That's what I do. And I, I, I like, t especially now that I've been watching Alchemy of Souls, I'm, like, talking to my phone. And, like, my husband will be always be, like, on the couch kind of, and he'll be like, huh? Are you talking to me? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, you're talking to your drama. Okay. <laughs> I need, I need the silence. I want to be able to talk when I want to talk. So I don't care if someone's judging me the whole time as long as they keep their mouth shut. So that's the one I choose. Because I, yeah, I wouldn't be able to stand, like, the chatter, you know? Not when my Jong-ok is, like, doing something fancy. I need to pay attention. Okay. Well, so you're telling me that you are somebody who can center your own enjoyment of things to the disregard of others, and that is a superpower. Oh. Well, I just... To me. Well, I think my both, like, my son rolls his eyes while I'm watching stuff. So maybe I'm just like immune to it now. Oh my god. Okay, so look, my, my head hurts from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell mold now. <laughs> Wait. Oh wow. Well, this is one of the questions that I did want to answer. 
And actually, okay. Leah, you answered that you'll pull out a PowerPoint for this. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's from Lisa. Which drama have, like, only you watched and you really, really want the others to watch? So, do you have predictions on the one I'm going to say? Yes. Okay, what is it? Our Blues. No? God, okay, fuck no. Which you did already... You we Just so you know, we do have a podcast episode... I don't know, in the last few months where we try to sell each other on other podcasts. We did. And you know what? I'm actually doing a podcast. Not other dramas? Our... You mean not other podcasts? Oh, other dramas. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Go listen and to this have, instead. We do have an Our Blues podcast that will be coming that neither of you will be doing. Oh, okay. And I'm sad because I do want to watch that one. Okay. So, Amy, what's your guess? Um, I feel like it's going to be <gasps> historical. Oh. I have another idea. Um, King's Affection. Me saying. Yes. Yeah. Me saying. Fucking in my top three. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't add that one. That's a good one. Yeah. And so at some point, I want everyone to see me saying for a couple of reasons. One is without romance, it is still, it's about human spirit. It's about dreams. It's about connections. It's about non romantic love between humans. And it's just about, like, who do you want to be and how do you want to show up in the world? And who do you want to be the person that, like, people see when, you know, they walk through the door? So I just find it a really powerful and affirming life drama that just got me in every fucking last feel I had. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I should have guessed that one first. Um, okay, so I'm going to say two. And I wouldn't say these, like, well, the first one is, like, K-drama royalty, which is Rain or Shine. And I know that's on our schedule, so I guess I'm cheating a little bit. But Rain or Shine was spectacular. It was truly, truly a really, really great drama. And I loved it. I loved it a lot. And I know that um, our listeners really want us to see it. So um, that one. And then... I really want Leah to watch this, but I think that Amy would really, really like it too. And that is a Japanese BL called Jacko Frost. It was so cool. I was really surprised at how much I like this drama and it's amnesia trope. Amnesia okay. trope done. Jacko really Frost. Cool. Jacko Frost. I do like japanese bls i think they have like such a tone to them they that i just really such like. an interesting tone I, actually, I like amnesia yeah and it's a it's a really interesting amnesia plot i just thought the whole thing was done really well i thought the characters were interesting they weren't necessarily like always likable which i also like like they were complicated they were they felt like real people um and yeah, I loved it. I thought it was just really, really good. And I feel like I heard like almost no one talk about it. And it was really, really good. So I don't know if I have one that I'm like out of my mind about that I've watched, you know, that you guys haven't. Because I feel like I feel like you both outwatch me to begin with. And I also feel like I've been very, very lucky. And the ones that have been like my top dramas have been ones that we've covered for the pod. But I do think one that you would both like, um, 
that I would definitely have to rewatch if we ever did it for the podcast. It's been so long. Is Legend of the Blue Sea? I knew you were going to say that one. Yeah, and I want to see it very, very badly. Yeah, it, it's a fun one. It's uh, yeah. I mean, there's just there's a lot going on, and it's you know, I yeah, it's Eamon Ho, so of course I love it, right? right. But um, it's also Jun Ji Hyun playing a mermaid, and we know her physical comedy from you know my love from the star and. So picture her as a literal fish out of water, like learning how to walk on legs and eat like a human. And the comedy is like unbelievable. Right. It's really good. But then there's like, I mean, there's definitely there's there's, you know, because there's also we've got, you know, our our man Sung Dong Il as a serial killer. Yeah. So there's so there's some... not funny at all in it. No. So wild. Yeah. That was the first thing I saw him in. And I was like, well, this is a creepy dude. Yeah. Uh, no, I, he's Sung Dong Il. <laughs> I do want to see it. I, I do. Uh, but it's like, you know, right now I feel like uh, <laughs> Alchemy of Souls is just. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's one that I think, you know, we can put on the list for like, you know, down the road. Because I do think you would both enjoy it. Um, another one from Aaron. Which K-drama is the worst offender of shitting the bed on the ending? <laughs> I mean, I think I feel like I've talked about this so many times, but I'll never shut up about it. The King Eternal Monarch. Yeah, I'm going to say 25-21. I understand some people like the ending. I didn't. You know which one I really didn't like that I think about a lot because neither of you have seen it and it could have been just fucking rad is Memories of the Alhambra. Oh, I thought you were going to say... What did you think? I remember I remember you told me about the ending because I wanted to know. Yeah, I just felt like it left ambiguous, but not in a cool yeah. way. I thought you were gonna say something in the rain. No, something in the rain closed it off. It just shat the bed. Like, so I would say it salvaged some ending. Oh, I'm okay. thinking of like, I guess what I'm using as a metric is like the very end. Okay, as yeah. no, no, that's like fine. The final quarter. Right. Something the rain was amazing, shat itself in the back hat, like the back quarter, and then kind of like found some footing. Right. Okay, 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 okay. That makes sense. Whereas yeah, Memories of the Alhambra, I thought we were like going towards some sort of like reconciliation. And then we kind of left it on this cliffy, which like. I don't know. I wasn't looking for like this. It wasn't like literary fiction. This was like an act like romantic suspense. And right. so leaving it on that kind of a cliffy felt like what the hell was that? Like, I feel very like I feel like you like took me to the tea room, went down to business. <laughs> and then we were like, well, I got to go to work. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so here's something I want to talk about. Is the trailer for the Black Knight. Yeah. God damn. So <laughs> everything about this feels up my alley. You, you you know what? It gave me Mad Max feels. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And I love Mad Max. Like I'm talking Tom Hardy, Mad Max, Charlize Theron, Mad Max. Have you seen Kim Woo Bin in anything yet? No. Oh my god. <gasps> Actually, no. wait. You do not know because you no. didn't watch Airs and you didn't watch Our Blues and you definitely didn't watch Uncontrollably Fond and don't. Like, I did, I took that I'm one for to the think team. He's like been like a side character, but I don't think so. No. 
yeah, so this will be my first. You know what? I'm I'm going to let this one pop my Kim Wubin cherry. You are I, in for a fucking treat. I, I mean, we're all going to watch it, but like Kim Wubin. Oh, talk almost, about talk about voice. Talk about falling yes. for a guy's voice. And mm. it's like Holy fuck. is very cool. But this movie. So, I mean, I'm going to say just. It's a drama, not a movie. A, oh, sorry. This drama. So the premise basically is he's. It's in like a post-apocalyptic world. He is a delivery man who delivers oxygen. And obviously oxygen is like very precious. Like there's like no air in this post-apocalyptic world. And so essentially he almost like drives like an armored truck, right? And so yeah. ban- ban- like thieves will try to like steal the oxygen. So he has to like protect his truck. And apparently like just from I got from the trailer, being a delivery man is, you know, a very like high sort of like status symbol. And he looks amazing. The whole world looks like dusty and cool. They drive these big trucks. Like, it feels it feels very Megan. I yeah, want to say that. Oh yeah. And I am so pumped. Like, it better be good. <laughs> well, I have been hearing about this drama. I feel like for more than a year. Right. And I kept looking for it. Like, when is it coming? Are we gonna get it? Like, I had no idea. And like, you could look it up on Netflix. But then there would be no date. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'm, I mean, it comes out in May, like it drops in May, and I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And then I think we should also mention the Tale of the Nine Tailed 1938 trailer. Um, which, like, they're still, like, you know, fighting with swords and stuff, but then all of a sudden they have, like, shotguns, and it's very, like, Wild Wild West looking, and mm-hmm. I am here for it. It looks. So cool, and I, I don't. I'm, not, I'm like not. I'm like feel hesitant. Like, is it gonna be crazy? Is it gonna what? Yes, it'll be crazy. It, it has to yeah, be crazy. It's gonna be fucking crazy. And be. Kim Bum, I just I forgot how much I love Kim Bum till I saw him again, I know. and I was like, yeah, looks, I just love him. He looks again like super conflicted. Like, there's lo- looks like there's a lot of Rang brothers, uh, like interactions, which is what we want, right? and but i'm curious because like this is going to be all the like times that they just hate it like we're not going to have any like the friendship part no i don't think so because from what i've seen in the trailers like i've seen there have been like positive stuff with them in the trailer do a little retconning i think yeah there has to be yeah and then somebody said but i've gone back and looked and maybe i just didn't see the right thing somebody mentioned a moogie no well, but I don't know if they were just kidding with me because I haven't seen a moogie. I mean, you can't really be an intern. No, but you can just and- be like a fucking <laughs> like a bus boy. <laughs> I don't know. I am very curious how they're going to do the whole. Th- I, I don't know. I don't know. And you know what? I'm okay with like just it's it being bananas and not tying in super well. <laughs> I yeah, just, I am. I am. No, Honestly, I just want to see them together. I really, I, I just, just want, want it to, to be crazy. crazy. I want it to be as crazy. Like, I just want them to just make it. I want a Chinese Lantern level crazy. Yeah, I want like nutso. But then is there going to be any making out? He has a love interest. Yeah. So he just like was doing it dirty to Gia. Well, this is a prequel. Yeah. So I'm oh, is like, it? He's okay. just using like getting his side hustle while his like true love is reincarnating right wait waiting for her yeah oh yeah remember that yeah it'll be interesting to see how they tie in the lore of the first one 
if they even do. They might not. And yeah. will we care? Not a whole lot. I mean, correct. I I mean, I want Lee Dong-wook to kiss. Like, I, I want him to. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want that. So just throw someone in there. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't fucking care too. Yeah, know. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. I'm so excited about it. And Lee Dong-wook is like, he's promoting it like hard on his Instagram, as he should. Yeah, as I love it because it shows up in my feed like every day. Same. And and there's like two trailers. I do feel like this is getting promoted better than a lot of K-dramas. Like, I feel like sometimes they're just like, oh, here's a K-drama. And I've seen like a 15 snippet trailer and that's it. Whereas I feel like these got like two full length trailers. They got like the character cards. Did you see those? They have like the. Yeah, like all like character profiles cards. Oh, fun. Yeah. For like him. Uh, Lee Rang. Um. Oh, the Lee brothers, not the Rang brothers, because it's Lee Rang and Lee Yun. Yes. The Lee brothers. Get it yes. Anyway. Their names, they flip it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then like the love interest and like, yeah, anyway. That's cool. They've been on Twitter, too. The character cards. Ooh. I know. So as I say, speaking of trailers, this is not for a K-drama, but the amount of messages on Instagram that I got yesterday, yesterday was April 11th. <laughs> For the trailer of the Marvels dropping, because everybody knows that I'm a huge Marvel fan, but additionally, I'm, we're all huge Parks of June fans, and Parks of June is in the Marvels. And I'm watching this trailer, just, I don't, I'm excited for the story of the Marvels, and it's a bunch of, you know, a bunch of uh, superheroes whose powers get mixed up, and that's great, and that's fun, but I'm watching this trailer, waiting, 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 is he going to be in the trailer? And he is, for like a second and a half. And everybody's going out of their minds about how Marvel did him dirty with the hair. I know. It's like, Amy, you're like, and I'm, I'm not like, judging yet. no, I'm not judging I yet. I know. I'm not judging yet because it was a right. 1.5 second view of him. Yeah. And let's just see how it all plays out because it is, I guess we could call it a bit of a, a bit of a Marvel mullet. Um, and it's, it's not, it's not, um, it's not the best Marvel mullet I've ever seen. So it reminds me a bit of Loki's hairstyle. It is a little Loki. Yeah, it is a little Loki. So you never know. Which I don't mind at all. Maybe they'll pull it back later. Yeah. Give him a little half pony. That'd be cute. Give him a man bun. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not judging the hair until I see it. So that I didn't hate it. I didn't hate that. No, hair. I didn't either. It, but I also said that I would jung a Millie Billy Ray Cyrus, so I'm not really like Right, hair. exactly. Exactly. So that doesn't come out until November 10th, but of course I've got that earmarked and I am so, so oh, really? pumped. Really? That far away? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So pumped for my kids and I to see a Marvel movie yeah. that has one of my favorite K-drama actors in that it. That is really cool. That's going to be really cool. You'll go to the theater for that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, we see every Marvel movie in the theater. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I will wait for you to tell me. Well, you have a lot of other Marvel movies to watch before you can watch this one anyway. Yeah, I know. I haven't watched the Marvel movies. Or Star Wars. Okay, okay. Well, I watched The Princess Bride. You did. You did. You and get. You definitely get points for that. Yeah, and I liked it, so. Okay. All right, well, thank you for um, letting me scar you with, you know, Fantasy Spaces, letting Megan scar you. You know, Amy's actually the one to blame here. You're the one who enabled us tonight. I that's what I'm here for. 
you know what? I may I may not have the dirty like watch over and over again scenes, but I will send you guys to dirty places with my this or that. Oh my god, those were good. I, like seriously, the back of my head. You know, like when you laugh too hard and the back of your head aches. That's that's me. I'm gonna have to take Advil to go to bed now. I'm just I'm I love that I'm cracking myself up. Keep thinking about poor Ambohyan walking around in that sloshy wet I just keep cold thinking, towel. I just keep water dripping down his legs and everywhere he walks he just leaves his <laughs> wet footprints like all he can really wear for shoes are like adidas slides <laughs> and his feet are slipping out because they're all wet <laughs> and just the sound like did you ever listen right. to shell silverstein when you were little yeah my mom used to play like shell silverstein tapes and records for us and there was one about the yippee yuck and it was oh. like this is a non sequitur. I'm sorry. Intrusive thought. It's okay. But it was about like the yippee yuck was this little creature that like bit on like his toe. And he's like, you know, and that is was 15 years ago. And now you know exactly why I walk so slow. And there was a sound that would come on that was like this wet slap that was like, ew. And so that's what you'd hear everywhere that, you know, on Boya walks. It's just this wet toe slap on cement. Well, you know what? You I hear him coming. You hear it coming and you know it's business time. You're like, is somebody peeing? Oh, no, that's just Ungi walking across the hardwood floor. I would just need to give you like a lot of, I think, antifungal cream. Yeah. But okay, I but probably, he, like, he still takes it. he still takes showers. Yeah. So he cle- the towel gets cleaned when he showers where, while he's wearing it. I'd probably be on constant antibiotics for yeast infections. <laughs> Oh my god. So we're going to end this on like moldy cock. Moldy cock is uh, hashtag moldy cock. <laughs> hashtag afternoon of delight podcast. Hashtag moldy cock. Listeners oh, looking don't. forward to your feedback. Please don't do that. Oh yeah. yeah. This All was right, well, fun. That was another uncensored and that was a lot. I had a, I had a great time. So I hope you guys did too listening. If Thanks everyone. What's wrong with you? Because... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Annyeong. Annyeong. Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A F T E R N O O N A D E L I G H T. Com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon, where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, Annyeong!
Kamsamnida. Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A F T E R N O O N A D E L I G H T. Com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon, where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, Annyeong!